Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We're continuing on today in Parshas Noach with Shlishi, which begins Perek Zion, Pazagid Zion, and extends through Perek Ches, Pazagid Dalit. Now, the Psukim here detail the dates and the events that occurred during this time period of the Mabu. So let's go through it as the Psukim seem to list it. Now we're going to go within the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, who holds that the Mabu began in the second month, and the 17th refers to Cheshvan, which is the second month from Tishrei. We're not going to follow the position of Rabbi Yeshua, just because Rabbi Eliezer's position is more elucidated in Rashi. So let's explain now. On the 17th of Cheshvan, the Mabul started, Noach went into the Teva, and for 40 days, water poured forth from the heavens and from below. At the end of 40 days, seemingly the water slowed down, but the water, as Rashi learns, continued for another 150 days, from the 27th of Kislev till the 1st of Sivan, to grow in its power. On the 17th of Sivan, the Teva was able to rest, meaning from the 1st of Sivan, the waters began to lessen in the world. And on the 17th of Sivan already, the waters lessened to the degree that the the Teva, which had been in the waters before, and the waters which had been 15 Amos above the tallest mountains, finally the Teva rested on Hare Ararat on the 17th of Sivan. On the 1st of Av, the mountaintops became visible, Forty days later, Noach sends the raven. Uh, it circles around, doesn't go anywhere. Then he waits another seven days, sends the dove, which comes back with a olive branch in its mouth, waits another seven days, sends it out, and then it does not return. So Noach knew that the ground had been dried up to a certain degree and it had found a place to live. On Aleph Tishrei, Noach opened the teva and saw that the ground was dry, but it was still moist to some degree. And then finally, as the Aliyah finishes off, just before Ravi, on the 27th of Cheshvan, the ground was fully dry. Now, Noach did not yet leave, leave the Teva till we'll see in Ravi when Hashem commands him to do so. Rashi just points out that according to Raleigh, the way we explained, according to everybody, there's 11 days between when it started and when it ended because it started, according to Raleigh, the 17th of Cheshvan and it ended on the 27th of Cheshvan. So Rashi points out these are the 11 days that the solar calendar has additional to the lunar calendar because the Dora Mabel was meant to be punished for Shana Tamima means an entire solar year of uh, 365 days. Then just one point before we finish off here. When Noach sent the second shlichus of the birds, which was the dove, the bird wasn't able to find a place to live, but it did come back with an olive leaf in its mouth. So Rashi quotes the Medrash that says something beautiful, which is, the Medrash Agada, Rashi explains is, that really the bird was saying a message to Noah, I would rather my mizonos bitter, like an olive, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, biyado shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and not mesukin kidvash, bidei basar vedam, and not sweet like honey, but at the hands of mankind. So in the Stone Chumash, in the bottom, Rav Hirsch elaborates on this and explains that for the full year, like we just said, 365 days, the dove was not able to earn its own food. It was fed by man. And hunger forced it to rely on Noach's kindness. 
Finally, when it was allowed to go out and it found something that was bitter, it was something that, as if it earned it on, on its own from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, carried that back to Noach, teaching that lesson that even the bitterest of foods eaten in freedom, meaning not being reliant on Basar Vidam, is better than the sweetest of foods given in servitude. There's a big lesson here because the Gemara talks about the idea that a person who's nanamigia kapo, a person that benefits from his own handiwork, is considered a very uh, praised type of individual. And we say it in benching, actually, loli de matnas basar vadam, that we should never have to rely on the gifts of people. And the idea is, is that in this world, of course, we need to be taken care of, but we say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please take care of us yourself directly so that we don't have to rely on anybody else. So we say we earn a living, for example, the idea of earning a living is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to take care of me directly. Not to say that when somebody else, your employer, pays you, that's not from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but to a certain degree, when it's direct from Hashem, there's a certain pleasure or enjoyment that that offers, whereas when you're reliant on somebody else, that is that's something that's from other people, and to a certain degree that's considered negative. We're stopping here at Raviv, as Hashem, we'll pick up with Raviv tomorrow, continuing to discuss life after the Teva, after the 365 days in the Ark. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.